What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Secrets of Senior Care podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Scott, and I'm hoping everyone's enjoying their Monday. Um, this is getting to you probably a little later, so it might even be Tuesday that this goes live. Um, but I have some personal stuff I want to get off my chest and just share everything with the world with you. Get a little vulnerable today with some gold nuggets. Um, this one's going to be tough to go over. Um, but I always joke, do you have the perfect family with the perfect children, the perfect parents, and with the perfect extended family of the grandparents? I hope you do. Uh, but unfortunately, most of us aren't as lucky to have those um, perfect parents if we're lucky to even have them or even them around, um, let alone the perfect children or extended family. Um, and those that are closest to us, um, tend to be the ones that hurt us and wrong us the most and the deepest. And this is a tough pill that we may have to swallow. Um, but there's a couple of questions that we got to ask ourselves. Um, how do we handle and cope with those that have wronged us, especially the ones that are close to us? And should we still feel responsible or obligated for those senior care needs, even though we've been wronged and offended? And as I mentioned before, a few minutes ago, this is going to be a tough and tough for me to talk about. Um, this is probably the most open I can be out there for you. I don't know how more vulnerable I can get. Um, talking about, I, I enjoy talking things about work. Those are easy to talk about, or things that I've talked about years years ago past with my grandmother, knowing that's been now eleven years, literally in a couple of weeks. Um, but this one is, hits close. This one's personal. And it's something I'm going on through right now, to be honest with you. So a little about my background. I grew up in a classic, I jokingly say classic, American-Italian family. My extended family is really close. So we oftentimes meet up with my grandparents, with all the aunts and uncles, with all the grandchildren together. Uh, for dinners and get-togethers for the holidays. So we'd be have a classic meal with pastas galore. Um, and you literally could sit up at, at a table and hear your name on the opposite side of the room. Those would talk about you, either the good and the bad, and would act like there's no big deal. We were extremely supportive of each other. I don't want to sound like a mean or about my extended family. I love them to death, but we're just very blunt. Um, it's kind of like that Southern phrase, as long as you say, bless their heart, it's all good. That's how our family was, but we always support each other through thick and thin. Um, but to be honest with you, I have a close family member who is showing the early signs of dementia for the past couple years. And so these early signs that they're showing are the short-term memory problems. They're having trouble starting to communicate, slurring the words a lot, um, easily confused, um, irritable, a little moody, um, problems with simple tasks or problems that they used to be able to solve with ease. And their equilibrium or their balance is off, so they're definitely a fall risk. Sorry, I'm not going to give any names, especially knowing that this person will probably hear this or see this. So I'm going to keep this, keep it on the DL. 
Um, but I've been, again, using my own techniques I've talked about previously when it comes to taking care of someone who's refusing care, like I did with my grandmother. Basically start small and work your way, basically work your way in. Um, so part of this problem, I like to say problem, it's not really a problem, but it's a, a double-edged sword. Um, this person's partner is still in denial that their partner has onset dementia. Um, I still feel it takes every few weeks, I have to remind them that it takes an average for a, a dementia diagnosis 10 years before someone's actually diagnosed with dementia. So it's not like a quick process. And this person, as I mentioned, has been showing these signs. But this person has wronged me continuously for years. Without going into detail, um, I made the choice to go to therapy. Um, my wife helped me encourage me on this. So I went to therapy to help understand uh, why I had those feelings towards that person and why I was feeling in a rut for years. So going to therapy was a great opportunity for me um, to close those family scars that I was holding on to for years, help seal that wound up, um, those emotional scars. So this person still to this day thinks what they said, did, and acted were okay. But going to therapy helped me break down those barriers and those walls and basically not be a victim anymore. Those days are done. Playing that victim card kept me, kept me was really what kept me in that rut and had me thinking that I truly was a problem when I wasn't. Um, now with those feelings and those emotions, um, those scars are like a wound are healed. I haven't been in that rut for years. And this is where my dilemma comes into hand. So knowing that this person has wronged me for years and knowing that they're soon going to be in need of senior care, should I still feel responsible and obligated for their senior care needs, even though they've wronged me for years? And to be honest with you, the answer is a simple yes. Um, so let's go back to our questions I talked about at the beginning. How do we handle and cope with those that are wrong with us? So I chose to go to therapy. Um, I'm in a way better place when it comes to this person. Um, I shared with this person's early signs of dementia, the short-term memory loss, their trouble communicating, being easily confused, being moody, um, problems with tasks, simple tasks and problems, and definitely a fall risk. Knowing that these risks and this person's history of abuse towards me, um, I still feel it's my moral obligation and, and duty um, to make sure that their senior care needs are met. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm going to be the bigger person. It sometimes sucks to say it, but I got to do it. Um, so just because they are acting like a jerk doesn't mean it's okay for me to lower my standards and act like a jerk in response. I'm not calling that person a jerk by any means. I'm saying they're acting like it. So lucky for me, though, this person lives close to me and to my work. Um, so I keep a close eye on them. Um, every few days, I either stop by their house or even it's a simple phone call or a text message. Um, it's a little harder to tell to be a text, but definitely during phone calls, you can see those early signs. Um, but to be honest with you, I'm looking forward to the day when I'm able to fully take care of their senior care needs. So again, let's go back to those early questions and ask them for yourselves. How do we handle and cope with those that wronged us? 
So not all of us are going to have the opportunity to go to therapy like I did. Um, the best thing could just be to talk to somebody outside of the picture of the, or the situation. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a neighbor or someone, another family member who you feel close to that won't ruffle into the feathers. So just getting that energy out of you is going to be key. So just like that wound, our emotions and our thoughts do need healing. So let the healing begin. Pro- let the healing begin, and let that process basically um, start. If we haven't started already, to be honest with you, it's not t- too late to start. Um, if it's been days, years, I'd rather have it sooner than later. So let's all allow the opportunity to truly create those great memories that we really want. Um, and not withhold them from ourselves. So should we feel responsible or obligated for the senior care, even though we've been wronged? This one's a little tougher, um, just knowing how close and personal those family scars are. The sad reality is that we tend to hurt those that are the closest to us. And if we truly are, those those wounds are healed and we're over those family scars, We'll want to be part of that person's care. So in fact, um, I have entire other stories I can go and share about caring for someone um, for others that in fact will actually heal those family scars, but I'm gonna have to save those for another day. Um, I really hope that we all can face our family scars and be that bigger person and be able to serve our loved ones and those that need help and assistance. Well, I just want to thank everyone for listening to another episode of the Secrets of Senior Care podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Scott, and I'll see you on the next podcast. Take care. Bye.